0: hello everybody welcome back to the episode 70 of the k push podcast I'd like to say I did a lot of prep work and that I have a very well thought out episode for you I don't know so we're gonna wing it a little more than usual today today we got a we have a couple news stories to talk about though um starting off we have europe um i'll just i'm just gonna wait until I pull up the headline. Uh, so I can read it correctly, because I don't want to... Got it, okay. Um, uh, and I'm gonna get the, uh, like, and, and, um, chart out, too. I, there's a lot of prep work I didn't do. Um, alright. UK breaks record for highest temperatures as Europe sizzles. Ooh. Sizzles. The fuck does that even mean? Um what in you know, I mean this is this is bad for sure. The European heat wave. And I like I like it if you see up here what what is this? AP, you know AP News. Who doesn't know AP News? Um AP News just has like a list of topics right at the top of their website. So it goes trending news, inflation, Gun violence, abortions, Russia-Ukraine war, midterm elections, and then the European heat wave. Wow. It's right up there with the Russia-Ukraine war now. We care as much about a little heat as you do an actual war. In fact, European heat wave comes before the Russia-Ukraine war. I just read it. Um, out of order for comedic effect. But nevertheless, according to AP News, European heat wave should be in front of Russia-Ukraine war. Um, Britain shattered shattered its record for highest temperature ever registered Tuesday amid a heat wave that has seared, seared swaths, seared swaths, of Europe as the UK national weather forecasters such as highs are now in fact the life of life and country ill-prepared for such extremes. I mean, what do you, wait, hold on, hold on, What? The UK Met Office wait, I'm reading I'm skipping a little I'm skipping around a little bit. The UK Met Office weather agency registered a provisional reading of 40.3 degrees Celsius, 104.5 degrees Fahrenheit. We're talking about an average day in Texas. I mean, we're we're literally talking about an average day ...in Texas, and it's bigger than the Russia-Ukraine war. I mean, that's that's what it is. It's like, when, listen, when the degrees become above 103, right, it's a worldwide news story. And, like, in all honesty, right... Oh, before, the highest was 101.7 Fahrenheit, set in 2019. So, it's gone up three degrees. This is what the big news story is about, ladies and gentlemen. Three fucking degrees Fahrenheit. This is this is what we're talking Let Europe burn. If Europe cannot handle 104 degrees... Let it burn. I mean, really, survival of the fittest. Seriously, if you cannot handle 104 degrees, burn. The, too bad your shit-fucking-country can't handle... There's so much shit everywhere in Europe. Too bad that they can't fucking clean up after themselves. So, whenever it gets above 100 degrees, whenever it gets above 100 fucking degrees, everything just starts burning. Because they can't pick up after themselves over there. You know, just, like, fuck it. I don't care. Like, if, what until it's like 110 degrees, shut the fuck up. Like, seriously, like California, right? Oh my god, the California fires. Let California burn. Like, I'm sorry that that place is so fucking disgusting. That whenever it gets above... The temperature 100 degrees. It just starts to catch on fire. We can't do anything about you. Okay. If you're not going to pick up your shit. Off of the walls. I can't. We can't do anything. We can't. So. Let Europe burn. Uh, This is payback for. The colonies and the empire. So. We got, we got our payback, ladies and gentlemen. Um, anything? The other big thing that's in the news, and I think I'm, I'm just going to start renaming this podcast to "The U.S. is ending, go fuck yourself," and maybe snort Somali, Matthew. So, hold on, I should, I should look this up, because uh, I heard it on Crystal and Sager. But, uh, I'm not, I don't believe them uh, because it's such a crazy story. And apparently, what I heard, no, this is all from 2019. Why? I can't, I can't do this story. I should have just. God fucking damn it. All right. Well, what I heard on Crystal and Sager was that apparently Shane Gillis was on Andrew Yang's podcast. I'm going to find this. Andrew Yang sits down with comedian Shane Gillis. Okay, yes, I got it, motherfuckers. This is real. This is real. This is not fake news. Shane Gillis had a sit-down podcast with uh, former president nominee Andrew Yang. And apparently, and, and I'm not, listen, I'm not, I don't know if I'll listen to this podcast. We don't, we don't need an ad right now. We really don't. But apparently, in the podcast, they decide to nominate um, Matthew McConaughey, which is, I mean, pack your bags, pack. Ooh, excuse me, pack your bags. I don't know. What you're supposed to do in this situation. Because, number one, Shane Gillis is sitting down with somebody in politics. Never a good sign. Somebody who looks like Shane Gillis should not be sitting with anyone who even remotely is associated with politics. And, and nevertheless, somebody who goes on Joe Rogan and will put down... 15 beers should not be talking to a former president nomination. If you can't see what's wrong here, I don't, I, I'm dyslexic. And if I have to spell this out for you, you have to be retarded because there's no other way to put this. And then in and during the podcast, they they decide to nominate Matthew McConaughey as president it's over it's it's over and like yager M- Cri- from crystal and yager yager i still don't know his name or how to pronounce it and we're just still going to be playing this game he apparently said that Matthew McConaughey has some decent political ideas and apparently knows somewhat what the fuck he's talking about. Nevertheless, can we start out slow? Like, please, can we just start... Like, when you're becoming a politician, just starting out slow is not a bad idea. Become, like, an alderman, or, like, a governor, or a mayor. There's, like, a a lawyer... There are levels to these things. You just don't show up and become president. What the fuck are we doing here? And what is Andrew Yang... Why is he nominating Matthew McConaughey? I feel like this is a fuck you. This is his fuck you to politics, right? He went out. He tried to get presidency, right, against Biden and Trump and lost. Do you know how angry he must be. If I was Andrew Yang, right, and I don't give a fuck what political aisle you're on, Andrew Yang is like 10,000 times better than fucking Trump or Biden could ever be. And he lost. So now, what is he gonna do? He's gonna go on a podcast with Shane Gillis and nominate Matthew McConaughey. And this is his fuck you. And He's a genius. He's a fucking genius. And don't fucking put it away take it away from him. (sighs) Oh yeah. It's good water. Anyway. So Europe's on fire. What are you gonna do? Let it burn. Uh, Matthew McConaughey is going to be a president, and what what else? What what else is there to talk about? Oh, there's another shooting! Hooray, we get to talk about another shooting. Um, I don't have it pulled up on. My computer, unfortunately. Apparently, this happened one hour ago. You're a motherfucking wrong time this time. We're fucking getting it out early, bitch. An hour after it happened, we're already making jokes about it. Let's go. Let's find what political take we can put on this shooting. Because I don't know how many more jokes. Greenwood Police Chief Jim... Jim... Eisen said, uh, "I'm not even gonna try and pronounce that." Uh, blah, 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 blah. Actions in Sunday's shooting were profi- proficient and tactically sound. So, the I, when the police chief is complimenting right, and I, his last name is Dickens. So I can, Elijah. You, uh I think it's Elijah. Elijah Dickens' actions in Sunday shooting were proficient and tactically sound. When you have a police chief complimenting a m- mass shooter, it's over. I really like pack your fucking bags. You are not going to be able to stay here for much longer. But the the weird part is, right, and, and I'm looking about it, right? So it's a thing. Oh, oh, oh shit, 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 shit. Four dead, two injured. So, I mean, I don't know about you, but if all you have to do is kill four people and in injure two, And you get complimented from the police chief. I I mean, I, I don't know how proficient and tactically sound that is Mr. Police Chief of whatever fucking place you're at. Why the fuck is it proficiently and tactically sound to only kill four people in the mall? Was there six in the mall? Was there six people in the entirety of the entire mall? How many fucking people in the mall? And you only killed four? And that's proficient and tactically sound? Get the fuck out of here. Are you fucking kidding me with this? Uh, as uh, as the hours wound down toward closing time at the Greenwood Park Mall on July seventeenth, twenty twenty, a shooter opened fire. The shooter, the shooting happened in the food court around the mall six. I I mean, come on. And the first emergency calls were received. Uh, the around the mall six p.m. closing time. The first emergencies were received at six o five p.m. Um, what fucking mall? closes at six PM. Maybe this mall deserved to be chewed up. I mean real really. Real like what fucking place shuts down at six PM? Are you fucking kidding me? The disgrace. So this dumb motherfucker goes and kills four people in the food court. The the Police aren't even called until five minutes after the shooting starts. Only kills four people. And that is proficient and tactically sound. I'm not lying. I could be the best mass shooter of all time. Truly. Truly, these people who are causing these mass shootings suck. And it's really, really hard For me to be scared by these people who can only seem to kill less than five. Elijah Dickens of Sumar interviewed in a mass shooting at the Greenwood Park Mall on a Sunday night. That's good. For sure, go interview the shooter. Uh, Oh, we're very thankful a young 22-year-old man stopped. This violent act, this good man, Greenwood's Good Samaritan, acted within seconds, stopping the shooter and saving lives. So the shooter wasn't even stopped by a cop. Oh, Elijah Dickens intervened. Elijah Dickens did not cause the shooting. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> don't... Do not trust me with anything I say on here. Please, I'm telling you, do not trust a single fucking word I say on this podcast. Um, So, we don't know the shooter, apparently. Um, But, a 22-year-old stopped. Uh, what? He used an AR-15, too. So, using AR-15, whoever the shooter is, not Elijah Dickens. Elijah Dickens, American hero, stopped the mass shooting before the police could. (sighs) Well, if you ever go to a mall, be prepared to stop a mass shooting. That's all I have to say. So... Another shooting down in the books It's probably going to cause a lot of talk about gun control and about how gun control could make malls better because we care about malls. That's right. You've heard people talk about malls and about how like people are always wanting to go to them and about how... People want to spend all their time there and how we didn't really, you know, about how much we cared when we shut down the malls during the pandemic and, like, half of the stores are now empty and all the malls are probably shit in America now. And there may have only been six or seven people in that mall, so he might have killed, like, 90 or 95% of the people in that mall in its entirety. So, you know, I mean it's amazing. It's amazing. Also, proficient and tactically sound, he was talking about Elijah Dickens, not the shooter. Cause I I was gonna say, but I mean, when you have a civilian, right? Right, so so I, I, I miss said that. I'm sorry, police chief. You weren't saying that The shooter was tactically sound and proficient. But why should a citizen in a mall grabbing a hot dog or a hamburger perhaps coming out of Spencer's buying a Rick and Morty t-shirt has to now be proficient and tactically sound and stop a mass shooter? It's interesting. It's it's very, very interesting. And also, if you require citizens, which is kind of what you're having them do, if you require citizens to be proficient and tactically sound at all times throughout the day because the police cannot handle fucking dog shit anymore, maybe, just maybe you should let them have a gun. Maybe, I don't know, maybe, just maybe, you should let, if you're going to have citizens stop mass shootings because of the fact the police force sucks, maybe you should let them have weapons. Just a thought. Just a thought, just, just, just an idea. Whew. And uh, other things is that um, I thought about this story the other day. Um, Quigley was on this podcast once, a very, very long time ago. He's never been back on. He's never going to be on this podcast. And I'm very, very sound. Knowing that he will never be on this podcast. Nevertheless. He gave me a 12 inch. No, no, no. It was 17 inch dildo. For my 17th birthday. And I put it in. We had this arcade machine. In my my basement. I had an arcade machine. That I would. You know, play, and it got broke, right, so it broke for whatever reason, it was one of those arcade games that had like 3,000 games, because it had like a computer inside the actual arcade machine, like the insides, you could play up to like 3,000 some games or whatever, and it broke, and uh, we had to get rid of it, so I put my dildo inside The arcade machine. My parents gave the arcade machine to somebody. And I always wonder if they ever found that dildo. And if they did find the dildo. What did they think about it? And did they use it? I've always, always wondered. If you found a dildo in an arcade machine... That somebody gave to you. What would you do with the dildo? With this 17 inch dildo? I, re- I don't know what I would do. I i really. Really don't know. I might kiss it. Like just. A little kiss. I don't know. i Who, who knows what to do. Um. That's it. That's the whole story. I I I have nothing else to say. I thought I was going to be able to think about more shit to say about that. Moving on. I got an apartment. That that was fun. We we got an apartment I think in Austin. We found it and I'm not sure where we're going to be able to set up the podcast studio, but we'll definitely figure that out. I think Liz is starting to think that, like The podcast studio is somewhat a suggestion and not mandatory, and that's not the case at all. The podcast studio is extremely mandatory. It's happening, and it's really the only reason why we're moving is for me and Dominic to try and get started in our careers of being a comedian. So we'll have multiple conversations about that. I've been working, like, fucking crazy hours. I've been working 35 hours a week, 40, 35, 40 hours a week. And my back is just fucking killing me. Fuck. I get a lot of money, though. I'm less worried for Texas now about renting stuff and my my fees and how all that shit's going to be able to play out because I have a lot more money saved up than I did, which is super, super exciting being able to have that sort of leverage. It's it's a power. It's it's definitely a, a you know, trump card. It's definitely a trump card that you can use and it might give me more time to do this shit and set this shit up in Austin, Texas, which is Super, super important. And I want to be done with jobs. Like, as soon as I fucking can, really. I don't want to be able to... I don't want to go into work anymore. I don't want to have a schedule where I have to wait every week. And I have to clock in. And I have to clock out. And I have to be at a a certain place at a certain time. I don't want to do that anymore. I want to wake up. I want to figure out where the nearest comedy spots are. Where I can go get stage time. And I want to figure out. And not figure out. And I just want to work on this podcast. That's it. That's all I want to do. Is work on this podcast. Sorry. I'm going to do. I forgot to make the like and and um chart. And if you're new here. We do a like and and um. Whenever I catch myself saying the words like and and um. I tally it. Because I'm a piece of shit. I don't know how to not say uh like and and um. Anyway, I want to be able to just focus on this type of shit and build this type of shit and be I want to be one of the best podcasters in the fucking world. I mean, that's that's my goal is to have one of the best podcasts that ever existed on the planet and for people to know me and to have an audience where people listen, people tune in. That's This is my dream. These are what I want to do in my life. And I'm extremely, extremely motivated. And I've never been more motivated at this point right now. And it's... I've talked about this on the podcast, it's been very fucking difficult to come home after an 8 hour shift and just work on this, just keep continuously working, and I i feel so tired now, all the time, and even though that I'm tired all the time, I, I'm still having a hard time sleeping, and I'm fucking working myself to death, but, you know, I'm probably putting in 10-15 hours into uh, podcasting a week right now, on top of working 30-40 hours, so, and I'm balancing that with having friends and having a girlfriend and also in the process of moving. So, I mean, I'm just, it's just crazy. Like, its it really is just, the amount of time I'm putting into this, the amount of energy, it's crazy. I mean, the promo videos take so much time just uploading them. Uploading them to every single social media probably takes just 20 minutes by itself on, like, a good day. and that's if I use the right computer and that doesn't include the editing and the exporting and the importing and all that filing and all that annoying type of shit that comes with podcasting and trying to stay organized and like I said those sacrifices you give up like I had the option to I had family come in town I had the option to give up my bedroom or give up my uh, basement, and if I gave up the basement, I wouldn't have the podcast room, and so I slept in the basement for a week, and it's not, I'm not saying that, oh my god, look at me, I had to sleep on the side of the walk, I'm so fucking, I'm, I'm struggling so much for this, but no, but I... You know, I give up my fucking room. I mean, that has to count for something, right? Like, you have to be able to give up these small things that you do to be able to progress in your future and to dedicate yourself to something. And I have fully dedicated myself over the past month and a half, every single fucking week, just working on this. Just cons- constantly focusing, constantly scheduling constantly editing, uploading, just all the time. And I haven't even had time to, like, find a spot to perform. I I looked last night, and it looks like the comedy clubs are now somewhat back with doing open mic nights. But it's still hard to find a place here that does an open mic night and lets 18-year-olds in. It's very difficult. It's hard. I can't get in most places... Because I'm not, eight. Because I'm not eighteen, or because I'm not twenty-one, and it's it's frustrating. It's extremely, extremely frustrating. But hold on, B- Noah Bolito is calling me. Where I'm having him on the podcast. Um, this was a good episode, though. I think I'm gonna have to wrap this up. This is gonna be a short episode. You're probably wondering why the fuck is this episode so short, but. You know, we got big things coming up. Give me 1 second. Ba 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 ba. Sorry. I I know texting isn't in the is not uh professional at all and I apologize, but unfortunately, it is for the podcast and I do have to wrap this thing up. I I needed to send that quick text just so that I knew I got his phone call. But um, I'm going to wrap this up. I should be having a podcast come out with Charlie and Noah. I have to wrap this up really quick. I want to get out a solo podcast because I'm trying to record a solo podcast before I do any sort of uh, podcast with a guest. This was super, super fun. I had a lot of fun time doing this. I thought I wasn't going to have a fun time doing this, but this episode was actually pretty decent. I'm sorry that it was only 30 minutes, but... What the fuck are you going to do? Like, I'm sorry. Uh, this is all the time I got. I busted my ass. I really did try. I pushed, that, I pushed it back. I, I had to do I, – I wanted to look up a bunch of stories so that I could have stuff to talk about. I had some stuff to talk about. I had to think about some stuff. There's, there's prep that goes into these solo podcasts now, guys. I, I do try and do some prep work for this. Unfortunately, though, this is going to be the end of this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys are paying attention, if uh, you are upset that this episode was cut short, there's a billion other solo episodes that I've recorded, and there will be another episode with Noah and Charlie to come out soon. So if you're angry, you can listen to that. Thank you guys so much, though, for li- to watching or listening, whatever you're doing. If you're on Spotify or YouTube, I don't give a fuck. Thank you guys so much. You guys are the best. Bye-bye.